How many did you have total? 48. Hmm? 48. 32 or 48. Yeah. But they not, they're not going to all make it. That's cap. That's cap. That's cap. What? Nah. You ain't going 32 out of 48. I'll show you. Yeah, I, don't I, need, I believe you. I don't need to. Well, <laughs> I don't um, need to look. <laughs> but they're not going to make Some of them made it. Then I'm like, well, how the hell did I make it? Yeah. I didn't think they made it until I looked the next day. I'm like, oh, you know, in the screen where the highlights. If they are in the playoffs, like 32 out of 48, I don't give a damn if they lose first. I mean, yeah, like 32, that's. 32 out of 48 is damn impressive, especially this year. I don't know what that means. That's a lot of yellow. Yellow you know are the mean? ones that are in. Man, like mine don't look like that. What does yours look like? You got teams in the playoffs? <laughs> I hope so. They, sure you they let me bid on it. They let me bid on it. Sure? I'm like, how do you spend it on? Go to manage right now. Welcome to First to 15, the only podcast that's trying to get you paid. I'm here with two-time FFP, FFPC champion, AB, alongside him. Yeah, money. It's about the money. Right, right, with all the matters. Alongside him is Dio the Machine, our dynasty guru. Guys, let's go through the league again. I don't want to harbor on so many teams this time, but I do want to start off with the AFC East because that is a compelling as hell division. Listen, you guys know I hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hate know you Mac hate the Jones. Patriots. I thought you hated Mac Jones. So you hate the Patriots. Yeah, by extension. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he hates Mac Jones too. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but I also and hate Tom the Patriots too. <laughs> and Troy Brown, Willie McGinnis. He hates all the boys. <laughs> Willie McGinnis, <laughs> Brisky. Uh, but that division is becoming compelling, man. Let's talk about the AFC East right quick. Do you guys believe that Buffalo is going to win that division? Uh, we'll see. Uh, Buffalo plays New England this week. Uh, uh, you know, I've said it like multiple times throughout the year. And, I, you know, when I send out this text, I send it out in all caps. There mm-hmm. are no dominant teams in the NFL this year. Uh, as far as being dominant on both sides of the ball and just sort of kind of running through uh, whatever opponent they may face. We always know it's any given Sunday and any team can win in any given week. But I think this year that's more true uh, than any year in the past. And even some of these teams that we think of as mediocre, we got to get over that. You know, a team like the New England Patriots are a well-schemed team. They're a well-disciplined team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mac Jones is, you know, he's basically he's running that offense the way that they want him to run that offense. They have some decent running backs back there. They have a decent O-line. And their defense has really been coming through. When you look at the Buffalo Bills now, they're one-dimensional. They were one-dimensional last year as well. And that's the problem. And that's a huge issue. Yep. And then we seen it. We saw this actually starting last year. Uh, where team, these, these, high, these teams that were, you know, sort of kind of, uh, you know, we, co- we consider a high-powered offense like the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. in the early part of last year. Team defenses started adjusting. Said, no longer are we going to give you these deep balls. And, and I think that was the first time the defense was like, we're going to do this 2D zone against mm-hmm. the Seahawks. And now teams are doing it against, you know, against the Chiefs. They're doing it against the Bills. And, and these quarterbacks and are deep struggling. Ball, the deep ball throws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. And they're struggling because they don't – because, number one – They're they, greedy. They're That's greedy. what it is. They're, they're, they're greedy. real greedy. But, two, also, like, they just don't want to run the ball or they can't run the ball. Or, or they don't want to nick it. and diamond. Like, yeah. they don't do the Brady and Rodgers where they just matriculate down yeah. the field, which is why – 
They're mm-hmm. such great quarterbacks because they know exactly. if they don't have the deep ball, we'll just do it the other way. You right. Know, yeah. You know, cut you you're yeah. a thousand cuts or whatever type thing. So. so that takes me to my first question, Dio. If I'm holding on to Singletary on this Buffalo offense, do you think that he's going to get some runs sometime during this playoff push? You know what's crazy? Um, I'm kind of off Singletary, and I'm on the Breida train. Yep. Oh, man. Shoot, oh, shoot, man. straight up. Because <laughs> Breida looks great, man. Yeah. He, first of all, he's always been the fastest running back they have. Yeah. Yeah. So he has that juice to him. You know, he's always been a super fast guy. He wasn't going to work, you know, smaller running back. So he's yeah. not one to really just go between the tackles. But, again, that's not even their offense for, for their running back. You know, their running back is use you as needed to, you know, get you in space, dump offs, you know, here mm-hmm. and there. But the crazy thing is, with those few touches that he's been getting, he's been scoring touchdowns. Yep. Or he's been, you know, getting yak like crazy. Um, and the coach even said a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week, that they're going to try to give him more work. Um, and we saw it during the thanks, Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night? Yep. Yeah. We yeah. saw him, you know, I think had like nine or ten carries, and he even scored a the touchdown. biggest thing is Zach Moss was inactive. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest thing. So, yeah. you know, that pie that yeah. we're always talking mm-hmm. about, it's now been split with less people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I personally have Breida on a lot of my teams. Yeah. I kind of got him a few weeks back, and I'm hoping, you know, he kind of keeps it going. Um, this is going to be a tell. So watch this game closely because you already – you can kind of get in the mind of Belichick. Like, oh, they're playing the Patriots. That's they're right. They're playing okay. the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know Belichick is going to be scheming to stop Josh Allen mm-hmm. and stop Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. probably right. take away, you know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders and, and, and Dawson Knox. Right. I think he's basically going to say – Try to run the ball. Run right. the ball. You know, try to run the ball. So if Buffalo goes in this game with the mindset of we're going to do what we're going to do and it's not working and they don't sort of kind of make that quick adjustments, then it's probably never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Also, that being said, teams have been able to run on the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. you're a team like the Bills who can win through the air and then you're playing the Patriots, who we just saw what the Tennessee Titans did to them, a, ten- a depleted Tennessee Titans team. Mm-hmm. We saw Dontrell Hilliard and Foreman run yeah. through that defense. If if we don't see either Singletary or Breida really sort of kind of take off, then we got to be worried about trusting these guys in our starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But if we see it, I'm with you. I like how efficient Breida is. Mm-hmm. He's someone where if he can get double-digit touches, 11 to 12 touches a game, mm-hmm. I mean, it's well worth it, especially right. if a couple of those are catches. I mean, times are tough out here anyways, man. Exactly. Running backs, exactly. they, they, they going down like flies, <laughs> yeah, man. You just got to get somebody. <laughs> like, I'm starting Tevin Coleman, too. Yeah. Shoot. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so, um, All right. Speaking of running backs going down like flies, so listen, Damian Harris missed the game. Uh, Stevenson, uh, Rodmore Stevenson came in, did a bang-up job. They still have J.J. Taylor. Ramondre, but yeah. Ramondre, sorry. Yeah, put some respect on his name. We know you don't like the Patriots. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the Patriots' backfield. Do you feel comfortable starting Damian Harris um, in this playoff push? Uh, not, I think he's matchup dependent. And yeah. again, like and you said, the, it's not, not the matchup. Yeah, this ain't the matchup. Right, right. It's not the matchup. We learned we week. learned that last week yeah. with that Tony Jones play. Yeah, it's like, not the matchup. <laughs> but At all. He, he's, he, I think he's a great matchup play. Uh, but just understand that, like you know, it's a split backfield. So yeah. you really are banking on a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, whether even matchup though, like last week, who did, who did the Patriots play last week again? Titans. Titans. It wasn't so, the greatest matchup. It wasn't the greatest yeah. matchup, but still, it wasn't a bad matchup. But he only had like 11 carries. Yeah. And if he didn't get yeah. that touchdown, I think he only had 40 yards. If That's he didn't okay. get that yeah. touchdown, he wouldn't have really – because he's yep. not getting the pass work like yep. that, yep. you know? So, it. it's hard for me to trust him regardless of the matchup. I like Stevenson, but if they're going to split it 50-50, I 
So man, I don't her. know, man. Stevenson yeah. is the one, like, I and mean, we said this, you know, a while ago. That that's the guy that I want because of his abilities in the passing game. Yeah. Mm. But what did Bolden do last week? And that's and that's a good question because he didn't do much last week. Okay. But honestly, he's the guy that I see them like incorporating in the game plan this week because the idea shouldn't be. You know, let's go in there and like you know try and run on this Buffalo front. You yeah. know, through the interior. I'm assuming that they're probably going to try and you know work the receivers. You know, especially work. with Travis, um, Tre'Davious uh, White. White. Tre'Davious White is out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can you know, see and, that. Then, and then try and get their backs out of the backfield on yeah. these linebackers. So, but we'll see. You know, they'll probably obviously get their Titans involved. Uh, that, so that's a, a DFS play, show. folks. Brandon mm-hmm. Bolden. Brandon Bowden. Don't Bolden. do that. <laughs> He's probably min price too. You never know. Do and the group chat always put, count me out. <laughs> yeah, count me out. Let's jump to the NFC East. Let's talk about the Cowboys for a second. Listen, we got into an argument over Thanksgiving. You want to talk about the Dolphins? Do you and the Jets. Do you want to talk about the Dolphins? Yeah, we got to talk about them Let's just say something about both of them. What do you want to say about the Jets? I don't want to say much about the Jets. No, no, no. no, 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 no but what do you want to say about the Jets? I'll say this. And we've already alluded to it. Tevin Coleman, I think is a... Okay, play if you're in a pinch. Yeah, Michael Carter should be back in a couple weeks, maybe. But right now, the pie has has been split with less people. Yeah. So you got Ty Johnson, Tevin Coleman, then they gave Austin Walters. Mm-hmm. Some Walters Bird. got oh. some run. Some Bird. He, he got gave, the, man. He came in on the goal line. Yeah, he that's got weird. the goal line work. That, he got the goal weird. line work. Uh, um, and then Elijah Moore is obviously, I think, mm-hmm. you know, especially if Flacco. But, but here's the thing with Elijah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. With Elijah Moore, he was good with Flacco, but yeah. last week he didn't do much. Yeah. Because Zach Wilson was in. This I know. Who, who's, who's starting this week? Wilson we or Flacco? We don't know. Uh, Flacco just came off the COVID. COVID. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think if Flacco's back there, I like Elijah Moore. But they're also playing the Eagles. And the Eagles have been extremely stingy. Extremely stingy against wide receivers in the passing game. But if Zach Wilson is healthy, they have to go with the... With their first know. round, that's what I'm thinking. They, they, they yeah. I feel like they, they feel like they're forced to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did Corey Davis do last week? Nothing. He was out. He was out. Oh, he was, he out. was out. out. So who's Wilson out. going to? I'm, I'm talking like I wasn't watching the game as a Texans. Crowder from. was still in. Uh, I mean, they were bad as normal. I mean, like Zach Walter. Wilson was bad. I mean, yeah, like they were <laughs> he bad. was bad. Yeah. Eventually, I mean, Elijah Moore got some, but he was, it was still bad. I think he, he got, was getting targets. He just didn't yeah. get in the end zone. And I want to say Keelan Cole is even on IR. Uh, so they, they are kind of right. banged up. As Denzel well. Mims just came back from COVID IR too. If, did, if they we, decide to they, follow I, you, so. I give up. Mm-hmm. On but forget the Jets. Let's talk about the Dolphins because yeah. I've been talking trash about the Dolphins. They've been looking great. That defense looks great. That defense looks great. Defense. That defense. Even even their offense. Yeah. Miles Gaskin. Y'all know I don't trust Miles Gaskin yeah. at all, and I still don't trust Miles Gaskin. I don't no, give a no, damn. No, 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 play him. But is matchup dependent? If it's like it's I don't I don't know I'm. I've just been leaving them in my lineups, understanding because this is the thing. You know, we we like to kind of you know uh, you know talk a lot of shit about Miles Gaston, but look at the look at the rest of the running back landscape. Not yeah. everyone is out here just producing on a week to week. That's basis, true. You That's know? true. And I think Miles Gaston has produced more weeks than not. So if you find yourself you know trying to guess, it may be difficult. I think you know he's playing the Texans. I want him in there. You know whether he does good or not. You just got to play him for those you know soft, easy matchups. I will say this with Miles Gaston: he's he's definitely not getting the full workload. I don't even think he's getting fifty percent of the workload. They were playing a little bit of Savon Ahmed okay. last week, mm-hmm. and they they just um, uh, picked up Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. He was getting a fair well, amount of work. Well, no, I, I mean I would disagree. I think you know I think when you look at like running backs over like the last you know few weeks, I think I saw something on Twitter. 
He's like a le- he's like top twelve in carries, top twelve. Who in Gaskin? Gaskin, yeah, he did right, work. Right, just, he got, gonna, and he got work last week. He wasn't efficient with the work, right? But he got. But work I'm just last saying, week. like they're they're giving mm-hmm. these other running backs work as well. And I think I saw a quote recently where the coach said they want to give Lindsey even a little bit more work. I don't that know what that sense. means. Yeah, that would make sense. We'll see what happens. But what I like, but, too, is that they also had some design plays for Gaskins. Like, I think yeah, they had oh, him and in he's getting the passing work, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had him in a wildcat on the goal line, yeah. and he's getting passing work. Like, he's doing enough to where – and you drafted him as an RB2, RB3. So. Yeah, and he's efficient as hell, yeah. too. Like, he's getting those touchdowns. Okay, we live in rough times. You know, yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough, man. Hey, <laughs> Speaking of rough times, like, Waddle has been a pretty decent play the last couple weeks. I love Water man. So, so water, this is one of those things where, like, you know, when I look back at the end of the year, because I had zero percent shares of Waddle, and it, and it was by design. Um, you know, I think if you got him, it costs great, but I was not, you know, going to try and get him in the seventh rounds. And part of that was because I felt like there were too many mouths to feed, and it was via a quarterback who I just didn't have a lot of belief in in Tua. Mm-hmm. He was definitely one of my sleeper picks, but it was a sleeper pick for that reason, not a, a confidence pick. So yeah. at the beginning of the season, it was Devontae Parker. It was, you know, uh, 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 Will Fuller, Fuller yeah. Gusecki. And then, and then they also incorporate their running backs into the passing game as well. Mm-hmm. So we've seen all of, you know, we've seen Walt, you know, uh, we've seen Fuller and uh, Devontae Parker pretty much be out the majority of the year. And so it's been waddled by necessity. And, right. and credit to him, like, he stepped up. And that mm-hmm. was one of those plays where you just, you know, went and said, I'm drafting based on talent, you hit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes next year and whether or not, you know, I'm thinking to myself again, like, he's overvalued or potentially A-valued. And we'll one see. more thing before we move on to the Dolphins. Um, real quick about Mike Gesicki. So initially, beginning of the season, you know, we were real sour on him because mm-hmm. he wasn't getting much work. Brissett came in. Brissett started to, to feed him. He started looking great. Started looking almost like a wide receiver playing the tight end position. Uh, Tui came back. Gasecki for a couple games was still looking okay. But these last few games, he's like tailed off quite like oh, a lot. Oh, yeah, he has. Like yeah. he's almost not even playable. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't know. I don't think I have much Gasecki at all. But if I did have him, I'd be real nervous about playing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because now it's starting to look more like I'd look at the beginning of the season where Tua wasn't really yeah. feeding him. And you got Devontae Parker coming back. Mm-hmm. So now somebody else is, is, is there. He um, he's he's getting activated IRs from what they're saying. He did. Oh, what time is it? It's 8.37. Make that move. Yeah, make that move. Let me take a break. Uh, now. Right, right. Make the move. Don't make the move. Make the move. Because I do want to talk about. Because I do want to move on a bit and talk about the Cowboys for a second. Y'all know how I feel about Pollard and Zeke and Pollard. We had a conversation preseason. Oh no, no, it wasn't preseason. It was in quarter one where we talked about. Hey man, maybe Pollard should be getting getting more touches. Like, it's Pollard, the guy that's there. Listen, we did, go we, did, the limb. we damn near ruined Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> we, did, we did. We did. We did. We almost ruined Thanksgiving. What do you mean? Arguing. You ruined it. Oh, man. We just argued the whole time. Well, we well, well, again. Uh, yeah, you always watch it. Yeah. This man the whole was family his, was upset. This man was on his Pollard ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. Zeke was hurt, you too. So. Zeke was hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zeke is a little banged up, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Zeke won't be a cowboy next year. Just oh, I, I said it now. Oh, I believe you. I agree yeah. with you. But that's a contract thing as well. Yeah. You know, don't, don't forget that that contract that guy was just too too large for what they they have to do because they have to play other players. You know, um, and they're they're seeing how expendable Zeke is for mm-hmm. them. They have another mm-hmm. running back still on a rookie contract mm-hmm. that is producing just as well in some places better 
than Zeke. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. just doesn't have the the pass protection ability that Zeke has, right, and right. I don't think he's ever gonna get it. Yeah, but yeah. see, I'm I'm just not here for all the the uh, Tony Pollard is better than Zeke take. You know, people. I don't think people really appreciate how good Zeke is. The other thing too is. Let's see Tony Pollard get through a full season getting 20-plus touches. Yeah, no, no, he probably can And let's can't. see how he looks at the end of that season. But, but, and let's see how he but looks the thing is, there the are second lot of, year. There are a lot of running backs who can't get through getting 20, 20 – like, Zeke isn't getting 20 carries right. no, but a think, game, and he's banged up now. I think what, what would happen if they did let go of Zeke is – I don't think it's going to be the Tony Pollard show. I think right. they'll bring maybe, somebody else in yeah. to to share the workload with them. But even those two contracts will be less than how much they're paying. From a, con- from a contract standpoint, you know? 100% agree. Yes. You know? But from when people talk about, oh, Pollard is just better than Zeke, that's where I drop. That's well, where so I'll I say this. Uh, I, that's what a Pollard, Pollard with looks. <laughs> Pollard's <laughs> a talent or skill level looks on par to an injured Zeke. That's my thing. If Zeke wasn't injured, yeah. I think Zeke will, will definitely and be they, better by far. different types of backs. But they, they are. You he know, is. Zeke is just that all-around back. He's like a foundational back. He is. Pollard, to me, is a great compliment. And then if somebody goes down, he's great for a couple of games. But he's not someone who I'm just going to say, okay, I can get rid of Zeke. How are you going to disrespect Pollard? Pollard like this and he helped you win the money last year? He sure like, did. You should be, that's you what, what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that Thursday. But I felt like. You just hit me. Like, what you doing? I'm not Jerry Jones. It's not about it's not about what you did for me. I'm not I'm not giving you love because what you did for me. I'm here you. for what you're about to do I for me right you. now. But no, hey. here's the thing though. Here's the thing. The check's to already cashed, right? <laughs> right, right. The check's already cashed, bro. Like <laughs> here's like, the thing with Zeke with It me. was nice knowing you. <laughs> we appreciate your services, but we're moving on right now. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got yeah. you. But here's the thing with Zeke with me. Zeke is a guy who needs a lot of carries. He's a volume running back. He doesn't need a lot of carries. If you're going to give him nine carries a game, he's not going to be effective. And I said that early. I said that in the first quarter. Please go back and watch the first quarter. And I said he needs a lot of carries. See, that's the thing. If you're comparing the way he looks now, it's hard for me to judge him because he is hurt. But he's saying that he was hurt. All right, all right. So, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say that he was hurt in the first quarter. He's hurt now, but yet he's the only running back on that no, roster. No, I don't think he was hurt in the first quarter. No, he was hurt going into the game. But the fact that he is hurt and able to play through injuries is significant. Because a lot of running backs, CMC, they get hurt, mm, they go on IR. Yeah. Okay, he's able to play through injuries. All right. He's taking those needed touches that Paula does not need to take so that Paula can come in the game and look all spry and look quick. Oh, Pollard just like if you, you don't have, you know you need to get your eyes checked if you think that Zeke looks better than Pollard. You damn right. I mean Zeke just carried the ball twenty times and Pollard comes in off the bench off the bench fresh. He doesn't carry the ball better. twenty times. So that's the thing. That he doesn't carry the ball twenty times. Okay. And like we were saying this in the first quarter episode, so Zeke hadn't had the wear and tear of a full season during. Has that Zeke time. been producing from a fantasy standpoint? Yeah, yeah. Damn right. Okay, let, let's move on, please. Yeah, I know. I mean, let's also, right. and I think the, the point we're making, which we're not really saying, is we need to give the the, the Cowboys offense credit oh, for yeah. the way they're using them. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they they are to some extent complementing each other, and they're they're getting a good you know, a, a good amount from them. I got, a, I, got a, I got a short list of OCs and head coaches that are just in my favorites that I target players from those teams, and, you think and Kellen Moore is in that list. Hmm. Love yeah. me some Kellen Moore. All right, before we move on from the Cowboys, listen, uh, Amari Cooper is activated off IR. 
Do you guys feel comfortable playing Amari Cooper no, this fast? No, I do not. I mean, I'll play him if I have to, but I don't feel comfortable nah. about it. I don't feel good thing? about it. I think he's still I, – I know he still has sick uh, or COVID symptoms, so his mm. body is probably not fully, fully, you know, up to par. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be kind of gunning it out there just to kind of be there for the team. Mm. They don't really need him because, really, they have everybody back now, except mm-hmm. for maybe Blake Jarwin, who, they're, you know, they're not well, using. Well, Cedric him, Wilson's like, out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but I mean, but that's that's a rotation. That's a rotational receiver. Yeah, but because then it's like it's like Cedric Wilson's out, so now we got to have Noah Brown kind of take his spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but Cedric Wilson's a wide receiver four because remember they just got Gallup back too. Right, right. Gallup right. wasn't playing for yeah. most of the season, yeah. so I mean, I don't feel like they they have to use Cooper. I feel like he's gonna be and he's gonna bring attention, you know, regardless, you know. But so. this is this is this is this is what's tough about these situations. Is that we just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've all been sick at some point. Actually, I don't really get sick, but um, from what I hear, yeah, Superman, <laughs> Superman over here, yeah. No, yeah. but yeah, you all get sick at some point. Sometimes it's like a something that can like really knock you out, and sometimes it's something that's like minor. So mm-hmm. when they say he's ill, we don't know what that means. And then like we hear that on Monday and Tuesday, Thursday comes around, we don't know how he feels. But we also like for me personally, when I'm sick, the first thing I go do is work out. Mm-hmm. Because when I so work out, it, for some whatever reason, I always feel better when I do that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm working out, I don't feel sick. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, it just it's one of these like human element type deals where we don't know. So, so yeah, it's a risk, but he could he could literally you know be playing it close to 100. percent So in other and words, produce. So in other words, we shouldn't give Jordan as much credit for that flu game. The way Man, that that's we not give don't don't that's not disrupt this. Was well, Jordan really sick though? But anyways, probably that's a whole other conversation. Really, uh, you too. It's just Jordan. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Hey, but real oh, quick. Let's not digress. Go ahead, yeah, the, go ahead, go the, the only thing I got to say about that is, we, you're right, we don't know, but I think it then becomes risk tolerance. You know, yeah, yeah. are you going to risk saying, well, we don't know, but let's just see? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to say, let him play? If he if he's sick and he's not doing his thing, then at least, okay, I'll. So I'll, who are you starting him over? You going to start I mean, Devontae Smith over him? Devontae on, Smith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on bye. Devontae Smith's not on bye. Oh, no. oh, Devontae Adams. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely start Devontae Adams mm-hmm. over. But yeah. Devontae Smith, he's starting over him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. Interesting. Because okay. Devontae Smith's still the number one wide receiver for that team. Yeah, but um, I mean, if Gardner Minshew's playing, I'm definitely starting Devontae yeah. Smith. But if Jalen Hurts is playing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I could easily see a scenario where Amari's out there and he's just a decoy. And yeah. then at the end of the game, we're looking at Amari, two targets for 16 yeah. yards. Right, right. And then I'm mad that yeah. I played him. And then it's a Thursday night game. And, right, I got to right. think of those next three <laughs> days. Why, and that's why it's a personal decision. So yeah. If, yeah. if your mindset is that, like, I'm not sure if he's going to be a decoy, if he's healthy, yeah. and you play him and you know you're going to be upset because he didn't get a lot of targets or he's in and out of offense, don't play him. Yeah. But if your mindset is, look, I don't know. I don't trust these other wide receivers that yeah. I would put ahead of him. Yeah. Like, he's still Amari Cooper. He's still in a high-powered offense. Yeah. You know, and the, and the Saints do have a, you know, a fairly good defensive line. We got an injured Zeke. You know, how well is Pollard really going to be able to run it? In Real the quick, in three like, wide receiver sets, who's yeah. the slot guy for the Cowboys right now? Is it CD? I think, I, think mm. they will, I think they will rotate, but I think CD plays most so of the slots. So, if CD's going to be in a slot... I know it's not Gallup. So, if CD's going to be in a slot, but they rotate Lattimore is probably going to be they rotate. on Amari, I right? I don't think Lattimore has really been rotating. And number one, Lattimore hasn't really been all that good this year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're he, right. he, he, has, he has not been shut down. Right. So I'm just saying, it just makes it a little bit more difficult yeah, yeah. for all Amari. Right. All right. So, let's talk about the Giants for a second. Um, listen, I'm not going to rail against Daniel Jones. Go ahead. It's okay. No. no like I'm not going to rail against Daniel Jones. He's as bad as I thought he was. 
he is who I thought he was. <laughs> and at the beginning of the season, we let him off the hook. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about that Giants offense for a second. They stay banged up. Do you feel comfortable starting Darius Slayton? Kadarius Tony, I mean, still a little banged up. I think he's questionable right now. So he Daniel, didn't practice. Yeah. Daniel Jones may not even play. Yeah. Uh, With the neck may, injury. Yeah, right? we may see Glennon. If we see Glennon, I actually kind of like the pass targets a little bit better. What? Uh, and really, I like Saquon Barkley a lot better because I feel like he's gonna he's more willing to check down. Daniel Jones just does not check down. There's so many times where I see like Daniel Jones should not be a starting quarterback yeah. in the NFL. I, I've accepted man, it. Like, like, and then, let that go. Yeah, yeah, and then you got Kenny Galladay, who really you know he's never really been a separator, but like they they've been off, and then Darius Salem's really an outside wide receiver. They don't you know Kadarius Tony's been injured. Shepherd's out. They don't really have a true slot wide receiver. The off and then you know really the the, the major issue was Jason Garrett. That was the mm-hmm. biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously the injuries have taken a toll, but the the biggest issue and this is you know uh, I think what really derailed this offense as a whole. You were really against them in the group chat, so I was like, I'm gonna give you credit on it. During I think the, either that Monday night game or that Thursday. It was the night, Monday night game. Monday oh. night game. Like, what are the worst nuts. offensive coaching? Yeah. You know, coaching like. Outside of the Sean Payton Thanksgiving game, but like literally one of the worst offensive call games I've seen in quite some time. It was just so vanilla. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't so need to go, go. What was Sean Payton doing? I don't know. We can get to that later, but golly. Tony, man, he killed Tony Jones. Yeah. He killed everybody. He killed Tony. I, I honestly, I, I feel like, you know what I'm not even saying. Let me, let's go. go I ain't go, never go. seen Sean Payton but Dale, in a game like that, man. Dale, like, if Daniel Jones is not out there gunslinging, why won't they just stack the box and and prevent and make Glennon win the game? Like, I mean, they might. Make him win. Like, they like, might. They playing the Dolphins this week, right? Right. That's a tough matchup. That's a tough matchup. That's a I tough hope y'all got those Miami Dolphins defense. That's a tough I, got a lot of <laughs> I got a I got a few of them, yeah. but that's a tough matchup. We'll see what happens. Because I think Abby is making a good point. Glennon might actually be better for them. Somehow, some way, I think so. I got, a, I got a sick feeling. I mean, the bar is not that high, yeah, you, know, right, you know. Right. So, we'll right. see what happens. Well, hopefully, he's better for Ingram because Garrett Kyrie. broke him. Garrett broke him. Garrett is the new Gase. Oh, god, yeah, I don't know if anybody's <laughs> Garrett and Gase. Gase. I, got, I got my trusted OCs and I got my shit OCs. And <laughs> never again, never again will he get me. <laughs> never again. He shouldn't have never another again. job ever again. Go to oh, college or something. You know he will. You know how that'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he will. Philadelphia Eagles, listen, Jalen stayed in the top 12 quarterbacks week in, week out. Kind of burned us a little bit. But do you feel comfortable playing him in the playoffs? Bruh, he took me from like 50% plus ready to like enter the playoffs. He's talking about FFPC, by the way. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Man, he killed me. He crushed some hopes and dreams. Yeah, he did. Okay. But you know what? You live. You're hurt. And I think he was actually hurt. It actually wasn't even Jalen Hurts. Okay. I know. It, it might have been Miles Sanders, too. No. Miles Sanders so, hurt me. So, number one, like, I play, I play Jalen Hurts knowing that he is not a pocket passer. So, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to get upset that the fact that, like, he just didn't, you know, you know, you live and you die by those types of uh, Konami code quarterbacks who right. kind of limited in the passing game. What killed us, and I've said this since day one. Jalen Rager is not an NFL oh, wide receiver. Yeah. He's a punt returner. You want to give him that. You want to have him kind of come in and do some gadget plays. Mm-hmm. He is not an NFL wide receiver. You need to be able to make a play. 
Or just when catch have the you ball. ever seen him make? He does not like make a or just catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, two and, touchdowns. And, and let's not let Watkins off the hook. He should be kind of taking that role over. He's not even doing it. Yeah. They need another receiver there. Yeah. And it's crazy because they've drafted two in the first round back-to-back season. One of the worst wide receiving cores in the, in, in the league. I don't know why they don't they bring a veteran in or somebody. should have brought Golden Tate in. That yeah. Would've, that would have been, been, been a nice one. You get yeah. a nice little guy, a nice little, you know, sort of kind of, you know, someone who you can like third third and short, third Some, and medium. Yeah, somebody like, just make life easier yeah. for her. Just, just a little bit. You know? a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We need to call Sirianni. See, we could put but that But running game, though, the running game is something that like it's going to be tough. And they're going against the Jets this week. Yeah. I'm like, if, if Miles Sanders is healthy, I'm probably playing him. If I got Boston Scott, he I'm practiced this week. <laughs> so, so as Miles, long as Jordan Howard is out. Miles yeah. Sanders practiced. Yeah. Howard and Scott did it. Howard mm. due to his knee, Scott because he was sick. Hmm. All right. So, but that might put your theory to the test of hey, guys are not practicing during the week. Will we see like some of these role players? Like actually get some burn, get some play. Doesn't they, apply, doesn't apply in this situation. But. Last week, also <laughs> though, they, I think um, has, has played well throughout the season. They brought back Kenneth Gainwell, so don't forget about him. He got and, a little and bit he, work. Had, he got a lot of run towards yeah, it. He, he was their two minute yeah, back, and actually, yeah, that, that, that's actually a very very. So that's important a, part. a little sleeper but right there. They are playing the Jets. Yeah. Right. So at the very least, though, they should be in the game. Right. If not, you know, having a you know uh, at least you know a lead throughout most of the game, and the Jets has just been atrocious, but specifically like on the ground, so they should be able to run. Mm. As, I think as long as their as long as their O line is healthy, I think they had an issue. I think Kelsey got injured, mm-hmm. and I think whoever came in for Kelsey like just got destroyed. Like mm. and so I think their offensive line and their protection became a, 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 an issue. So hopefully Kelsey's back this game, but again they're playing the Jets, so. All right, Washington football team, the last team to talk about in the NFC East. Uh, McKissick got hurt. He's out. Yeah, he's I mean, out like, this week. Got hurt last game. Uh, it's, let me not say for sure, but it's highly likely. He's pretty accurate with Yeah, this. it's yeah. highly likely. That concussion. Yeah. It, it's, that, it's a concussion? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Washington football team, McKissick is out. He's the one who kind of knocked like that one team that I thought that was going to make the playoffs. Yeah. He's the one who knocked that team out. You have McKissick he, on your team? No, I didn't have McKissick, but oh. he put up 22 points before oh, he got hurt. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killed you. Uh, but that's all right, though. You know, I mean, bad beat. Yeah. But let's talk about the Washington football team. Curtis Samuel is back. What didn't do much last game, but at least he's back. He had the usage, right? right they were right. turning him on like uh, reverse motions. You mm-hmm. know, they seemed like they were trying to get him involved in the offense yep, again. Yep. If he gets that health back, I know, I know you're excited. Oh, I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, then, and then that one play where he caught the ball, he ran a little bit, yeah. and then he got excited, got it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. What's it? Let him know. <laughs> But no, uh, so the Washington football team, uh, just kind of, you know, from a macro standpoint, this is like a, you know, I think we see this every year. Mm-hmm. Teams that start off slow, especially their defense, was like atrocious, but then come on late. And sometimes I don't think we pick it up until it's like too, too late. late. Too late, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this defense has been playing pretty good, mm-hmm. even with the loss of Chase yeah. for a number of weeks now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you have to take that into account. That's important for a number of reasons. Because one, we saw really, I think we for the first time saw like the coming 
of Antonio Gibson. Yeah. What Antonio Gibson could Ooh, be. Oh, he looked good. He yeah. looked damn Like good. a workhorse. You exactly. Know, like, like he exactly. could take all of it. Yeah. So if McKissick is out and you got Antonio Gibson, you know, like, that's just great. That's just, I mean, that's just a lovely spot smash to play? be in. It's a smash play. You know what? It's Quick sleeper. smash play. Not, you just, meant, just saying that just made me realize y'all should probably consider um, looking at Jared Patterson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, just as a sleeper, because yeah. we know Gibson, even in the game, Gibson yeah. got hurt early, yeah, yeah. had to come out, and every time he's on the grind, it just looks yeah. like. Yeah, when like, he got bad back, too. Oh, yeah. but uh, that was DeAndre Carter missed a block. He should have had a touchdown on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but so, Patterson is one injury away right now. Yeah, so. but the Washington football defense, just like keep that in the back of your mind. And we talked about it earlier. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, the Chiefs may be another one of those defense. They play very well. You know, we were all surprised to see that KC-Dallas game, like, come – significantly under and see, like, both teams struggle. Some of that may have just been Casey's defense, you know, coming around. They did the same thing last year where the defense was, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. And then Spagnola, like, you know, made some adjustments. Mm-hmm. And they were able to play a little bit better. So these things, like, it's hard because you never know if it's just a one-off or if this is really a team making the transition. Same thing with the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And so some of these teams sometimes, they just find their stride. They gain confidence. You know, they get a little bit of moxie with themselves. And they just, you know, they, they take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miami was the Dolphins, you know, the Washington football team. These were some of the defense that people were, like, drafting, like, is like, you know. Well, that secondary looks good, though. So we'll see. We'll see, though. But that's, that's the one thing I wanted to say about, you know, you know keeping, keep, keep that in mind about these teams that are taking off. And, and, and conversely, keep it in mind about teams that are, like, you know, on the downtrend. Like Lamar right now and the Baltimore Ravens. So, listen, let's move, oh, man, to the AFC North. Lamar is killing me. Every time he plays a primetime game, of course, Dorsey, with his text <laughs> message, Lamar sucks. And this last you one, know, I, you know, you know, you I just had to eat it. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I, know. Like, I just had to eat it this game. What in the hell is going on with Lamar and the Ravens right now? I mean, now I mean, Marquise seems to be back. No injury designation. But Lamar looks terrible. I'm not too concerned, to be quite honest. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to chalk it up, you know, maybe bad play. Mm. This is a division game. Like, I, I, you know, I get it. Uh, we've seen some, like, some bad moments. I'm honestly not that concerned. I, I really I, I really am not. I, I, Lamar is in my starting lineup. Let me, I mean, oh, yeah, he's out. definitely in starting. You can't bench Lamar. Yeah. No. But let me yeah. ask you all this. Mm-hmm. Do you all think he's running less or there's – their their scheming runs less for him. I think he's definitely running less. Yeah. Remember we talked about it. Like so, you know, let's rewind back to twenty twenty and look and remember Deshaun Watson. Remember we talked about it. You know, I think sometimes some of these like quarterbacks who can run, they hear the outside chatter about mm-hmm. them not being you know pocket quarterbacks, and they make it a point. Because I remember watching Deshaun Watson last year. I'm like. Dude, like you could just run and pick up like seven, eight yards, like yeah. real quick, mm-hmm. and they stay back there because I think they want to prove mm-hmm. that they can be true pocket passers, and I think that's what Lamar is doing this year. And I think for the you know for the rest of his career, you know for his future, I think it's important that he does that because yes, he makes some very mm-hmm. bad mistakes, but his body language, his emotions, his response when I see him on the sideline. You know, are almost as if, it, okay, you know, what mistake did I make? How can I learn from that? Mm-hmm. And hopefully he does, but he's just, I don't know, he's just a player that I, I don't worry about. But I do, I definitely think he's like, 
He is purposefully staying in the pocket, trying to be a pocket passer, with the exception of those design runs. And then when he has to, he he will. But the but the reason I'm bringing it up because that I mean, this is a fantasy podcast yeah. mm-hmm. that hinders his value a lot, a regardless lot. of the growth of as a quarterback. If he's not running, because the big thing about him is he was like almost like a running back playing wide receiver. You're getting those running back type stats. Mm-hmm. If we can't account for that anymore, if we're just accounting for him being a passer. He comes back to the pack a lot, yeah. you know. Um, so that's something I want to look at the rest of this season, and that's going to kind of determine where I kind of value him next year. Yeah. You but know? Also, what about that that backfield? Listen, Murray is back. Devontae Freeman is still there. Seems to have gotten the lion's share of the work last week. What about that backfield? Do you feel comfortable starting any running back in that backfield, Dio? I think that. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, because me personally, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I have to, yeah. If I had to start one, it would be Freeman. Mm-hmm. But the the ceiling is so low. It's so low. Because if you don't score a touchdown, mm-hmm. like last week, what did he get? Four or five points? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, even know. Much. Yeah. It's a matchup play for me. Like, you, you want to see a situation where they're going to be in positive game scripts against, uh, you know, uh, bottom of the pack or, you know, below half of the pack uh, defensive, you know, a run defense. So, you know, they got the picks. They got the Steelers coming up this week. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I actually think it's. A, you know, it's a decent matchup. Steelers have been beat up. Uh, Casey Hayward is a beast, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a defensive he is. tackle. He, yeah. he is. He beast. is. But, they, but I think TJ Watt is he out? I know he had COVID. He was banged up last week. But I think they put him on the COVID list. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Know. We'll see. So it's to be determined. Check. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, he's definitely a matchup play. Uh, he's definitely not a player that's like a fixture in your starting. Line. But if you were to start one again, it would be Freeman. Yeah. Mur- absolutely. Murray's almost. I mean, if you don't want to, I mean, I guess a handcuff you can hold on to him. He's almost droppable because yeah. he's not giving you anything yeah. anymore. He's like a short yardage back. They bring yeah. him in on short yardage situations. Uh, sometimes you see him in the goal line, but yeah, it's really it's really Devontae Freeman's backfield. Yeah, Freeman got it. Let's talk about the Bengals for a second. Jamar Chase has taken a step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Bengals' offense. He's still the receiver to own, but you got to start him week in, week out. So, so this is not a question about who do you start. Or whether you start him or not, but who else are you targeting in that offense? If he has taken a step back, I mean, you don't you don't have to start him. Uh, you probably don't have anybody better that you can start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's on. not one of those guys like that. I'm just like okay, like I, I'm not like even considering other players. Like if I feel like I got a like a good read on the situation, I will sit his ass. Uh, but again, I wasn't a big Jamar Chase. This is one of those situations right, where wait, you wait, can wait, be wait. right and wrong. Let's stop right there. Both of y'all, like, how many players are you starting over Jamar Chase? I'm starting him. Okay. I'm starting him. Yeah. Y'all know he's my guy. But y'all yeah. also know my other guy. Y'all haven't mentioned his name once, and I'm surprised. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Higgins. He came and out. T. Higgins has been bought. Yeah. See, the thing with T. Higgins is he wasn't scoring touchdowns, but he was getting the targets. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you think about positive regression, you knew it was bound to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was still, like, he would still give yeah. you a high floor. Yeah. You know, and... I mean, T. Higgins, uh, for most teams, he's probably not their wide receiver one. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. not even their wide receiver two. So he's like that great flex yeah. receiver. Yeah, yeah. And if he can have a game like he did last week, I mean, Yahtzee. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. so the, the the concern really, and the question was, who on the offense can you trust? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can trust Tyler Boyd anymore no, yeah. at all. You could definitely trust Mixon. He's like almost a top three, four running back. And that's the thing. And, and, I, and I brought this up the last pod. Is there really a running team? The mm-hmm. offense runs through Mixon. Yeah. And so, and their defense has been playing well. And I think the yeah. people haven't realized, I, I was telling y'all, you know, I mentioned it, yeah. I was like, I was kicking myself for like not playing more Cincinnati Bengals defense mm-hmm. because it just seemed like the perfect spot to be playing them in. But 
their defense is playing well. This is one of those situations, again, this is why like, it's so hard to trust like these O-line rankings at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Mixon has looked very, very good. Mm-hmm. And when they can run the ball, they want to run the ball. And then when they don't, when, and then they do, you know, they'll have like a play-action pass. Mm-hmm. And it could be anybody from Chase to Higgins to Boyd to Zoma or even one of the backs out of the backfield. Uh, and, and that's why we've seen Burrow not really have these, like, you know, blow-up blow game. It's because they really are focusing on the run game. They're being smart. Yeah. They know they have they're a good defense. They're a balanced they're offense They're a very balanced extreme, team, and that's, yeah. why they, that's, and that's why they're doing so well. They are very mm-hmm. balanced. They can beat you multiple ways. So, you know, you know again, we kind of had a discussion earlier about, like, mm-hmm. how this year, I think, is kind of setting the tone of what the NFL the and what fantasy football is going to look like for the – next coming years mm-hmm. you know every year is different but i think this year is a transition mm-hmm. where we no longer have these elite players we no longer have these studs you know where that tier is so wide and you got to have one or two of these guys to really win mm-hmm. teams are spreading the ball around which means the fantasy production is getting spread evenly and so to me, like I'm already trying to figure out like how that's going to change my drafting approach moving forward next year. Like, by, I told, by the way, Dale, like I love that you said Yahtzee. Like when I used to win a trial, like I used to like say like Yahtzee to like opposing <laughs> counsel. I would hate it. It's the most. Oh yeah, I'd be like Yahtzee. <laughs> as soon I'm as the verdict came out, I'm not surprised. And they hated it. They hated it, and nobody really got that. But anyway, that's why people don't want to play Monopoly with us. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like we used to play board games like during the holidays, mm-hmm. but we're so competitive that like now we just like watch TV. Yeah, and, yeah. They, don't, and then, they don't want it. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. Remember when we played Spades? Oh, and they had to be on the same team. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, uh, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Let's uh, talk about the Cleveland Browns. They seem to have spiraled out. They're on bye this week. Uh, do you guys still roster D'Ernest? No? You dropped him already? Yeah. Or did you drop him, like, af- in the FFPC format, if you drop him after week 11, then you can't pick him back up? Yeah, he can't be picked back up. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's, that's – Damn, should I say that? Okay, go, I'll say go ahead, it. Say it. Put it there. There's a certain part of FFPC where when you drop a player, he's no longer available to be picked back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, with that in mind, I tend to keep players that I think I want to drop until that <laughs> point and then drop them so he can't be used to give me somehow. I mean, that's everybody knows yeah. about that, but that's something I do. So, yeah, I did drop him. Yeah. I think he started week 11. Mm-hmm. I did drop him week 11. So, it was, it was, um, it was the week where Chubb was back. No, not even Hunt was back yet. Uh, Chubb was back. Because Hunt just came back. Hunt just, just came back. But Chubb came back. Dearness was there, and Dearness got no work. No work, yeah. And it was just Chubb and Dearness. And I think, was Felton there too? Maybe Felton was there. Felton got yeah. a little bit of pass work. But you would think they would spell Chubb. I think it was a game where they Chubb had the most carries all season. Mm-hmm. His first game back. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if they can't even trust Chubb when it's, I mean, um, Dearness when it was just Chubb mm-hmm. and him. How are they going to give him anything when Hunt comes back? Yeah. So yeah. And really, I mean, it's one of those situations where now he's like, he's, you know, two or three players removed from being oh, a yeah. starter, you know? Yeah. Before, like, when, it, when, when Hunt was out, when we knew Hunt was out going to be out for he was an extended one period of time, apart. he's one player removed. Mm-hmm. So that's when you go ahead and you add him yeah. speculatively and, and it then worked out. ideally, yeah. uh, the other guy ended up getting hurt that same week. Right, so right, it was like right. perfect, yeah. like yeah, perfect yeah. storm. But now... Yeah. I mean, roster space is too valuable right now. You can't even yeah. What yeah. about Landry? Is Landry a lock for you guys now? He's clearly the receiver one. Lock to play or lock to roster? Lock to roster and 
given that See, where a this player, late in the season, a player like Landry, I can't drop because if I'm in a pinch, mm-hmm. he at least can give me something. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's the main That's wide receiver exactly for that is. team, yeah. mm-hmm. and I can at least play him and be like, "There's a chance something can happen," yeah, you right. know. Um, but you know, if I can, if I can, if I can, I'm not going to start him. Yeah, you yeah. know, he, I don't know what happened with Landry this year. Is he because he's injured he, or that so offense remember changed? Remember, I disrespected Landry to start the year, and then he played. He had like one or two good games, and I was like, man, let me let me, let me apologize. Was that when we were doing the Landry Boyd conversation? Probably. I don't, I don't, I don't, know. I don't remember. But then he proceeded to like be exactly who I thought he was going to be. <laughs> but he also was hurt. Game, he was yeah. hurt for a, a, he was, a fair he amount was, of games. He was. He was, mm-hmm. he was. Um, but I agree with you on your assessment. Like he's a player that like in a pinch if you need. You know, you know, you got you need. You got Would you start Donovan Peoples Jones? No. Or is it just no receivers there can no. be trusted? Yeah. Damn terrible. Baker, what do you do, man? I know Baker. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Ba- yeah. Baker might be out of there too. I mean, but they got to make a decision. Go, though? That's 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 the issue. Ain't about where he's gonna go. They just don't want him no more. Mm-hmm. He was the number one pick too. The yeah. problem is, is that you know theoretically they got players on that defense and they could potentially be a you know a very very good defense. Are they still in the thick of the race? Very good O line. Everybody's in the race right now. Right. They got a very good O line. Okay. They got two elite backs. You know, so theoretically, like they are like a playoff team with like you know yeah. Super Bowl aspirations. So, do you want to like start over? If where, you can't get anybody, like where else you going to go? So then you're going to waste your entire roster. You know, sometimes you just do you think like, they make the playoffs? Ooh, because I, I know I know the Ravens are above. Them. I know the Bengals are above. I don't yeah. know where they yeah. are with the Steelers. Steelers yeah. are not making the playoffs. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Are, they're done, done. But I'm saying if they can't pass the Steelers, there's no way the Browns can make the playoffs, they can right? Play, they, can, they can pass the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about the Steelers for a second. Let's talk about Najee. I think Najee is probably going to be top three pick in the draft in redrafts next year. I don't but, know. About uh, that. Top three? Don't know about top three. You got Taylor. You got Eckler. No, I, I'm not taking – I like Najee. He should definitely go in the first round. The problem, the, the issue will be who is going to be quarterback. And what is like this team gonna look like? Do you think it's possibly Ben? I think Ben's done. I, ben is done. He's got to be done. But if it's not Ben, then who is it? If it's Mason Rudolph, y'all are in trouble. I hope it's not Mason Rudolph. I hope they're so not that stupid. So it depends on who's coming at. So this Could is where this is where it's hard to like kind of project. Okay, where he's gonna <laughs> go? Because if it's somebody who's decent and somebody you know uh, we can kind of trust at least get these guys the ball. What if it's Jimmy Garoppolo? Say what? What if it's Jimmy Ooh. G? If it's Jimmy G, I'm fine with that. I think I am too, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think that's a good match. Jimmy G is going to have a, a – listen, there are a lot of teams who would take Jimmy G on their roster right now. Yeah, Not with that contract, though. That's true. That's fair. That, they got to do something with that contract. Yeah. That's fair. We'll but there, there's a lot of weapons on that uh, Steelers offense. They still oh, got, they got ultimate still weapons. They still got Deontay. They got yeah. Friermuth, who's a yeah. rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Najee. Washington. Washington, man, yeah. they got they, see. That's a great opportunity for a quarterback to go up there and like you know yeah, do yeah. well. I mean, yeah. you can see you can see Aaron Rodgers. That could be Aaron Rodgers next up. Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. about him. If that defense yeah. gets healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about them fantasy wise. Claypool was a little banged up, came back, was solid last week. Do you guys feel comfortable starting any receiver outside of Deontay Johnson and outside of Claypool? Would you start Washington Hell in, no. in the playoffs? Hell no. no. I mean, even Claypool himself, he's like a, he's a tier above uh, Jarvis Landry in terms of the, you know in terms of you know how I feel you know if I feel comfortable starting these players. Mm-hmm. Like 
probably in most, especially FFPCs when we start in two flex, probably in most he's like he's in there. Mm-hmm. But th- I definitely have some teams where I sit him some weeks. It just mm-hmm. kind of depends. You know, the good thing about the Steelers right now is that their defense has been so banged up that you know that they're being going to be in negative game scripts. So you know they're going to be passing the ball, so you mm-hmm. know he's getting targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, teams, you know, I think have just become like they, they're are well aware of the end around that they run near the goal line mm-hmm. with Chase Claypool. So mm-hmm. those easy touchdowns that he was getting last year, you know. He just Don't forget with year. Chase, though, when he got hurt, they were saying it could be like – like several weeks, and I think he only missed yeah. one week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance he might still be working his yeah. his health back. Mm-hmm. But he's also, but he's also, he's not an elite wide receiver. I, I know, right. we, I know, we were drafting him like with the idea that, and again, this is what we're changing from next year. At least what I'm changing. But we were drafting with the idea that okay, he could maybe take that next step and become an elite. But he's not, he's not that guy. He's not he's not he's not that guy. At least not right now. He's he's just a big body, you know, wide receiver who can like win, you know, potentially win those 50-50 balls, but he's not as far as like route running, get, gaining separation, he's not there. Yeah. So, let's move to the NFC North because I want to talk about a receiver that I thought was going to be that receiver that receiver one, Allen Robinson. I want to talk about the Chicago Bears right quick. Gross. Listen. <laughs> a lot of people have dropped Allen Robinson. I don't have him You should at all. But is there I mean, is there Look. any I'm not. I'm not going to take a victory lap on Allen Robinson. I'm not going to say that I was against Allen Robinson uh, because I wasn't. Like I, I, at no point did I ever come out and say, "Do not draft Allen Robinson," or "That's a bad play," or "I feel like he's going to underperform." But there was just like I think there was some gut feeling about like clicking on Allen Robinson in the third round mm-hmm. because when I like I, I have so few shares of Allen Robinson, you know, where. Basically, you pretty much could have gotten him whenever you have gotten him. And we can blame the quarterback play. We can blame, you know, the injuries, et cetera. But, like, I just – I guess I've seen so many years of Allen Robinson, like, really just, like, you know, excelling his situation. He's never been in a good situation. And I, I think, like, my gut was like, let's not play that game again. Like let's not almost you know, like rushing roulette. You keep, yeah, you keep risking. Let's not it. let's not let's not risk that game again. Yeah. And now we're just seeing Darnell Mooney basically balling out. So he's balling. Yeah, he's you, know, balling. Being, you know, taking over the reins as the number one. But it's also yeah. like a the offense is again Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean again he's in that he's in that. I mean he's a little bit of a tier above Jason Garrett, but he's still yeah. he's still down there. You know, like, of like players, like, I don't, there, you know, <laughs> he's out of there. Just you want to avoid like drafting players if you can on on on, on these guys' teams, on these offensive yeah. coordinators' teams. Listen, mark my word, Justin Fields is about to fall into in the coming years. It's going to fall into this Baker Mayfield category, where he's going to be getting different head coaches year after year, different offenses, and he's never going to get his feet under him. I think he has talent. I just don't see I, I light see at the end of the tunnel. I just don't. Like, I just. I feel like I've seen I some know. promise, but I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, might, I might be sad with a little bit what Chris is saying. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he's, he, has the tra- he has certain traits, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's going to ever put it all together and be elite. And I don't know if he's going to have enough time to work that all through because he's not on a team, uh, mm-hmm. again, We'll see. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're going to fire the coach this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's in a situation where he's just going to all of a sudden have a, the, the opportunity. So we'll see what happens, man. Are you rostering any Chicago running back other than David Montgomery? Are you rostering da- uh, Damian Herbert. Williams or Herbert? 
Khalil Herbert? I'm taking a roster. I'll leave uh, Her- uh, Herbert on a on a roster where where the deep benches. Yeah, for sure. Okay. If I got the room, I'll, I'll keep them. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making an effort to hold on to either of them. Only because. And this goes back to what we were talking about before the season started. For when I pick up any kind of backup running backs, I like for them to have some kind of standalone value where even if they're not starting, I can put them in and they'll give me something. Mm-hmm. But there's some of these backup running backs where if they're not starting, they literally give you zero. Mm-hmm. You know? And if that happens, I'm going to be hurt. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to be kicking myself after the fact, like, damn, why was I dumb enough to play that? You know? So. But, but the thing is, how many running backs are like that? But you got Hunt, Naheem Hines. I mean, like, how many running backs are you really putting into that standalone category? I mean, it's it's really those running backs where you see they have these um, these timeshares. Like we've talked a few about them before. We talk about the Dolphins a little bit. Talk about the Bills. Mm-hmm. Talk about the the Jets. You mm-hmm. know, I know we haven't talked mm-hmm. about the Texans yeah. yet, but the Texans kind of have it a little bit. Um, the the Saints now they got Mark Ingram probably have it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Raiders we've seen Drake have games. Yeah. You know, and so you know you have you have teams. Jamal Williams. That's- at, at one point. At one, he, I mean, he's back well, now, obviously. Now. Yeah, yeah, he's back yeah. now. The Titans, we saw last week, two 100-yard yeah. back. So, um, I mean, it's there. But but for the Bears, and it's the same thing I'm saying as far as Dearness Johnson, once that starter came back, mm-hmm. it's almost like they said, okay, appreciate what you did for yeah. us, but we don't care how talented you are. Go sit on yeah. that bench. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't need you anymore. And it, you know, so Let's I talk about the it. Lions for a second because Swift is banged up. We just talked about uh, Jamal Williams. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be the starting running back this coming week. Yep. Um, did you stash Jamal Williams? Because I know that. So I dropped him. Really I, I dropped him a yeah, few places. Yeah. I dropped him. But so here's the thing. I dropped him. Like I was mad at Jamal Williams for a long time. So mm-hmm. I tried to drop him as many places as I can. I thought I dropped him everywhere. Yeah. Come. I'm looking at my roster now. I still have and like. Looked up. I still have like seven. I'm like okay. <laughs> I guess I'll play him this week. <laughs> but I really thought, like, let's put it like this. It was Thursday night, right? Thanksgiving. Thursday yeah. morning. When I saw DeAndre Swift get hurt. Yeah. Because right when it happened, I was like, oh. You're like, I knew it. That's good. The, the way he went down and the way he stayed now, I was like, okay, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. I was like, damn, why did I drop all my Jamal Williams? You know, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? I didn't but even then, want to text you. I was like, <laughs> then when, I looked, when I did my search, Jamal Williams, I saw him on like 16s. I was like, oh. Okay. I still got some shit. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because I actually have more Jamal Williams than I did Swift. Oh, snap. I didn't have a lot of Swift, so, though, you yeah, know, yeah, so it was yeah. like, cool, you know, but I had more Jamal Williams. Yeah. So, I, you know, it kind of sucks. But let's not ignore, before we get too far, don't forget, and we talked about it, I think, on the last pod or maybe the pod before that, mm-hmm. Jamar Jefferson right. and now Godwin Ibikwe. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. Never even really looked at his last name, but those are two guys that have talent and they've mm-hmm. done stuff. And Jamal Williams hasn't been the healthiest, right? They're now one injury away type thing. They, they've even had work mm-hmm. with Jamal Williams and Swift, you know, active, mm-hmm. which tells you they have a little bit of standalone value. I think I, honestly, I think Jamal Williams is a trap play this I week really or, or in general this this week. week, this week. But this week, I think they have a great match. Who are the Lions playing? He play, he play in Minnesota. I'm playing. Are they playing Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, 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 I'm playing. Yeah. Like, I got no, no, no. Playing I, I would play I'm this playing this week. I'll play this week. But again, I could easily see him get hurt. Easily, I could see him not getting the touches that, the touches. that we think that he's going to yeah, get. I think he's going to get the touches. I think. I think you know the way they brought him in, the uh, type of you know sort of kind of uh, player he's been for them, and mm-hmm. as far as just doing what you know being. 
being a, a great teammate, having a very you know positive attitude. Mm-hmm. This is good like, locker room guy. Yeah, this is the like one of the guy. <laughs> so we're gonna give you some carries. Eh? Yeah, this we is like your attitude. <laughs> well, this is one of the few times where they'll be actually be able to feature him. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't think they're gonna take this away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I think again, kind of approaching this from like a macro level, Detroit is one of those teams where like they have no playoff aspirations. Right. So I'm very hesitant to like drop a Jamar Chase in a deep. Jamar Jefferson, Jamar Jefferson, Jefferson. in mm-hmm. a deep bench league with the thought that, like, if these players kind of get a little bit nicked up, like, we could be looking at a week 17 where, like, they're just resting starters and they're mm. trying to just get a look at what they're – Okay, so if so, you're going to say that, between the two, mm-hmm. who would you rather roster? If you can only roster one, okay, Godwin or Jamar? Oh, Jamar, easily. Really? Mm-hmm. Easily. Godwin's look good, though. Godwin's look mm. good, but he's got very, very limited touches, and they've basically been like, okay, this player looks like he needs a spell – Let's get him out there. And when well, they had the any- time to start, I mean, but they they featured Jamar at least for one game. At least Jamar we got a chance to Jamar, see him. Yeah, Jamar he is scored. the guy they want to be. Yeah. He yeah. scored and he got hurt. And then they put Godwin in and he didn't get hurt and he scored too. So but, it's almost like they mm-hmm, see Godwin yeah. can carry the load yeah. and still score for them while Jamar is a small guy, seventh round pick. I think yeah. he was a 28th yeah. pick yeah. in the seventh round. So it's not like they have a lot of draft yeah. capital in him. The I mean, way, I don't know. Yeah, the way that I saw it, because I, I watched that game pretty closely, and again, I could be completely wrong, but the way that I saw it was that Jamar was part of the game plan in terms of making sure he gets some touches, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Godwin was more so, okay, this guy needs to be spelled. Let's get him in there. One know? thing I'll say about Godwin is he used to be a safety. They, they, they converted his position recently, hmm. and he's um, he's an older guy. Don't say like twenty seven or twenty eight. Exactly. So, so those two things are, are kind of against them. We spent way too much time on the Detroit Lions. Oh, we didn't, we didn't mention. Sorry, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Reynolds. Oh yeah. Oh, he yeah, may yeah, be yeah. the number one. Oh, he is. Yeah. He is I thought we mentioned him last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought we mentioned that. But he. Oh, he is the number. He's the best receiver on their yeah, team yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. He if. Okay. I had to pick. If up, you need a if you need a receiver. Because yeah. in some of my leagues, I need a receiver. Yeah, He was available in damn near all of them. Yeah. All of them. All of them. I picked him up. And he's yeah. the number one receiver. And he just scored a touchdown. Yeah. Like I just into, I mean, and, a few weeks back. And mm-hmm. guess where he played before the Titans released him? Where? With who? Oh, yeah. Jared Goff. He, he played with the Rams. With the Rams. Yeah. With yeah. Jared Goff. That's why he wanted mm-hmm. to go there. That's why I was happy. So. He got reunited. Reunited and it feels so good. All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, banged up toe. Doesn't seem like he's going to get surgery. I think he said in an interview that, that he's not going to get surgery on the on the banged up toe. I'm just saying, like, that's a that's I'm just a, laughing at Aaron Rodgers because this season just been so funny with, about him. Like, everything. He's been kind of a diva right now. It's been I mean, weird. I mean, it's a diva he, like, he loves the attention. Yeah. Okay. He loves kind of being like the star of the room. He mm-hmm. loves being the smartest person in the room. Believing he's the smartest person. Well, that's what that's what he thinks. So right. like that's what the whole you know we're not gonna get into the whole COVID thing, but like that I think that's like that's just who he is. So mm-hmm. like you know him about the toe, like yeah, like add to my add to my resume. <laughs> I'm doing this with the broken with the toe. toe. Right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. He's trying to use the toe like Jordan yeah. used the flu game. We've already seen we've already yeah. seen two games with him with this toe, like yeah, just yeah. dominate. Now yeah. he got a now he has a buy to like you know rest up a bit. I'm not you know I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Are you rostering any Jordan Love, or are you just gonna see if you can pick him rostering? up? Rostering. No. Roster, no. no, just rostering. I'm not saying he shouldn't be on any no. teams. Honestly, other than dynasty, he shouldn't be on any teams. No, 
All right, you so you're not be. even rostering, no. even with the banged up toe? No. Cut that part of the tape. People don't even yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't even give you that yeah. idea. Like, yeah. Go find somebody else. No, don't, don't roster him. I do want to give you some love, though. A.J. Dillon, you've been beating that drum for a long time. He looks good, to be honest. He looks like the future of the Green See, Bay Packers. don't start that because now people are going to say, oh, he looked better than Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he looked good, In man. some places, yeah. he kind of did, though. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he looks so good. So, here's the thing about that. Now, think about that on the way here. Mm-hmm. When Aaron Jones is out, he didn't do that great. Right. He had an okay game. Aaron Jones came back. He had a great game. Oh, so but it's like Tony Pollard. But even in that okay game, this is this is what changed. And remember, we talked about it last part. We were like, okay, Aaron, you know, AJ Dillon looks good. AJ Dillon looks good, but he's not getting goal line carries and he's mm-hmm. not getting targets. And then what changed? Even with Aaron Jones being out and with Aaron Jones coming in, what changed? He's getting targets. Yeah, and he's getting goal line carries. If mm-hmm. he's getting targets and goal line carries, he's an every week starter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't get it twisted. It looks like they're trying to set up to. And I think I mentioned this last part too. Yeah. yeah. They might be getting ready to air jump. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. But I think we good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's cold in Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. It's cold in their defense. The Again, this is another yeah. defense that suffered injuries and they don't, the rest of them players don't care. They don't care. They lost two of their star players on yeah. defense. Their defense has been playing lights out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they can play lights out. And then run the ball. Missing, they're missing some some offensive linemen too, and they're still yeah, doing. Yeah, and they're that. still doing what they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Minnesota for yeah. a second. Dalvin Cook banged up. No one ever dropped Madison anyway, so it's not like Madison is going to be on waivers. Do you think Madison is going to show up this week and essentially fill in the way do that we ever he did talk the about, first time? I did bring up the other guy once in our dynasty sleepers, yeah, right? Rockway. Yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken, Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, I did bring him out. It might be time. But did he get any work, though? Like when, because he last got time, one carry. But those he's now run two kick returns back for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He looks good. And, again, yeah. he's the fastest guy on their team. Yeah. And and he's I saw a quote this week. He, he one Johnson. player removed. Yeah. Exactly. And I saw this week coaches have been saying he's going to get work this week. Yeah. And if, if I know you've been searching for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Once that happens, if he shows up, yeah. man, yeah. it's it's so easy for them to say, you know what, we like what we saw, let's give him a little bit more work. Until yeah. it gets to a point where we're like, man, this, we can't keep this guy off the field. You know, um, Again, he's the fastest guy. So he's one of those guys where it's almost like Chris Johnson. Once he gets that gap, yeah. he's gone. You yeah. know, and, you know that's points. Now, I like Madison a lot. Madison, you know, he does his thing. I'm not saying, you know, ignore Madison. But like Abby just said, he's one injury away now. Yeah. And if he does get that work, and, you know, he might have, like I was just saying, that standalone value, he might have that standalone value, and you can get him for almost nothing right now. If you're in Dynasty, Keeney needs to be rostered hmm. easily. Yeah. Don't even second think it. Just, just get him and just see what happens and, and kind of go from there. 